0: Welcome to the Swipe Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here again with our guest host, Narsing, who, and we thought we'd have a conversation on becoming a leader in digital marketing. So uh, we know that you have a background in marketing, doing some work in marketing right now, and we want to have a bit of a conversation on how would someone who uh, is a young grad uh, focus on what would they focus on, what would they do uh, in order to, to, first of all, get into digital marketing and then transition into a leader. So uh, how's it going today, uh, Narsing?
1: Going great. Thanks a lot again, Lukey, for having me, Uh, you know, pretty excited to share some of my stories and, you know, help people figure out the next steps to unlocking leadership with marketing.
0: Why don't we dive into a little bit about your background? So uh, so some of what you were doing in in marketing before, during and after graduation, and and how is that transition? And maybe we'll dive into like, what did you learn at school? What was and wasn't useful? Um, So let's start a little bit with your background. So so how did kind of marketing enter your your life? (laughs)
1: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually went uh, to University of Toronto. I did my BBA there. Um, originally, I think I started off in an economic stream, but, you know, quickly realized that that wasn't the right path for me. I had a very um, interesting first experience with, with marketing, where we were learning about branding, the power of branding, so on and so forth. Um, and then once I started to understand the breadth of just how large, you know, marketing can be in terms of The impact that it has to uh, within an organization uh was really the precursor for me to switch my streams and get into marketing as my main specialist and all of that all of that was within Um, i think one thing you were
0: learning this in kind of like the academic context of all that right exactly yeah so yeah this was
1: during the first year of my university where i'd taken one of the marketing courses and you know it immediately kind of spoke to me um you know just just you know more so than the promotional side of it it was really how having, you know, customers at the heart of the process, uh, being able to work on many things beyond what you would typically think marketing is about. So let's say pricing or product management or building a brand or, you know, working on the customer service side of things. So if you just think of all the spokes that come out of marketing, uh, you know, it's pretty um, pretty uh, enamored by, by the possibilities. So that was sort of the initial, uh, you know, uh, uh, motivation for me to switch to that. Another... I guess important part of it was uh, I was always fond of psychology, and I ended up doing a major in psychology during uh, university as well. So it was kind of like a dual degree, if if, if you will. Uh, but I think that just complemented the marketing stream so well because it you know allowed me to take those skills and knowledge, but also the scientific part of psychology, such as running experiments and
0: knowing what it's like to do research, so for on sure. and so forth. I think for a lot of folks who have an interest in business and then they have an interest in psychology, well, one way is to go to something like HR because that's kind of the people psychology. And obviously another way is going to marketing where you can influence people (laughs) to make decisions and things like that. So Mm -hmm. uh, if if we talk a little bit about your your schooling, so as you went into there, what did you find uh, was useful for you to get into digital marketing? Uh, What what was very relevant and helpful or what was uh, maybe a little less relevant?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think think what's... uh... What's interesting is, uh, you know, as a marketer, you typically, so for example, you end up learning the four Ps, right? So that's your pricing, packaging, so on and so forth. But, you know, really from a digital perspective, you don't always have the opportunity, for example, to be involved from a packaging perspective. Now, maybe metaphorically, things like user experience, user interface, design, et cetera, still give you access to some similar skill sets, but you're not really designing a, uh, the way packaging is gonna look on, on a shelf store. So in that respect, you know, maybe that was not as relevant, but you know, I think what's interesting about digital is that it still gives you access to allow yourself to work in some of those traditional areas. So for example, let's say if you have access to an e-commerce store, uh, theoretically, you could do, let's say, price sensitivity uh, sensitivity analysis okay. on that, and therefore have that, you know, contribution back to the product team in terms of what um, the pricing should be for certain products. So I think, you know, maybe that's an example of how you could still make those things relevant. But I, I think probably for me, one of the things that ended up helping me the most from a digital career perspective was. Uh, funny enough, it was actually my, my, my psychology right. background, uh, because that's where I really learned how to do research. Um, so what does it mean to build a hypothesis? And what does that framework look like? Um, what is the difference between an independent and a dependent variable? So how do you set up an experiment? How do you do the statistical analysis to derive conclusions from that experiment, which has now become a very integral part of how you do data driven marketing? It's it, A lot of it, you know, the, the buzzwords, A/B testing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it all roots from the, you know, the the, the scientific uh, methodology. Um, so to me, that was actually super helpful because when I went into digital you essentially do a B testing in almost every single, um, you know, discipline under, uh, under digital, and and having that data mindset, having the statistical mindset, having the um, critical thinking mindset of being able to come up with these um, experiments was probably something that really helped me
0: catapult uh, in, in the beginning. Interesting. So uh, as you talk a little bit about some of the, the critical skills, so you talk about, well, critical thinking and analysis and things like that. Um, but when I hear folks talk about marketing and I'm not a marketing by any means folks will often talk about things like copywriting graphic website design analytics and funnels and newsletters so are those like uh, key skills that you need to learn before you get into digital marketing or is that something that you pick up on the fly or like what's your thoughts in terms of some of those other fundamental areas that that you need to pick up.
1: Yeah, uh, th- th- that's a really good question. And it's interesting because uh, digital has exploded uh, since since I you know started my career to what it's become now. It's probably one of the most exponentially you know, fastest growing functions in, in many businesses. Right. So this theme of digital transformation is, is still very um, critical in a lot of different industries. So, you know, I would say in the past, having your fundamental marketing skills is something that would be enough. But I think because the streams have become so mature where let's say being an seo person you know you can have a whole career out of that now right before it was one of one of these you know supplementary things that we were still learning google was still growing the algorithms were still developing so we were all kind of learning as as companies were maturing but now seo has become a very deep discipline so i think there are some fundamental things that people can work on for example understanding content marketing so theoretically you know email marketing might fall under that but knowing what 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 it means to build content how does that impact a website having some basic understanding around design um, etc i I think you talked about analytics i think that's probably one of the most important things um, for marketing today is being able to analyze um, large sets of data and and being able to derive some meaning out of that right because that was the missing gap, you know, from a marketing perspective in the past, you didn't have access to this reciprocal uh, data feedback loop that you now have today almost immediately. You know, you can launch an advertising campaign today and probably by the end of the day, you know, if it's performing right. well or not. And before you have to wait months or weeks or, you know, at, at least weeks, uh, if not months. So I think I think those those are some key you know skills that people can probably learn today uh you know before before even graduating if i'm not wrong these courses are starting to be offered as well at, at, at a secondary institution level
0: so so what i took from that is there are a few fundamental concepts uh and, and skills that are that are evergreen in kind of the more the human psychology and how to influence and things like that but there there are things exactly. that are uh, evolving rapidly like like seo in theory could could evolve or, or change tomorrow, uh, be it with like the metaverse or something like, like what what's what's SEO yeah. in, in a 3D virtual world, that sort of thing. Right. Um, so that parts could change. But yeah, the fundamentals like content marketing or analytics, you still have to figure out like what it is that people want and, and figure out like now that you know what they want, like uh, how, how do you garner insights in, in that? Um, so so that, that that's quite interesting. Uh, and exactly. in terms of like resources to, to get these skills, so, so you mentioned that some of them you probably acquired uh, at school, but there are probably a bunch of them that, that you learned yeah. on the job or after the fact. So, so what are some of the, the best resources out there that folks uh, could use to kind of learn any of these, call it content marketing, analytics, uh, or SEO, or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you have to go through every single yeah. one of them, yeah. but maybe uh, at, at a high level, some of the, the bigger skills that are needed for uh, a career in digital marketing
1: yeah i mean you know maybe i'll go through the list off the top of my head but you know, you've got things like um email marketing and sort of the evolution of that would be automation you know automating email there's obviously social media uh there's the crm side of things so really building more complex structures once you have the data you know acquired there's the seo there's the paid media and advertising we talked about content the design the ux and then you know, really just being tech savvy, because one of the things that marketing teams use a lot now is tools, lots of them, right? There's like analytical tools, there's dashboards, there's, uh, you know, all these different tools that you just, you you need to have that skill to be able to navigate, you know, five to 10 tools Mm -hmm. easy. Um, But in in terms of acquiring some of these um, uh, skills, and and really just the knowledge that, uh, you know, starting off with 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 the internet, right? So we YouTube rich source blogs, there's multiple different, uh, you know, bloggers out there, for example, uh, in the SEO world, there's uh, Neil Patel, there's uh, this website called backlinko run by Brian Dean. So there's some, you know, uh, thought leaders out there in the space that have very, very rich, uh, you know, information out there that really, you know, if if, if you were to go through that, you'd have a really solid understanding of these Mm -hmm. concepts. Um, but besides that, there are also other certification programs, right? Again, these some of these are offered in educational institutions. But uh, currently, for example, I'm teaching at BrainStation, um, which is a digital upskilling education management company. Um, and, and, you know, for a relatively affordable price, a, a lot of students are now using that as a way to get a certification. They get a full-blown digital marketing, uh, you know, um, deep dive within a 10-week Uh, time period. And you're really able to, uh, you know, use those fundamental skills going into the workforce. So there's, you know, these some of these other paid options out there. But you know, I think starting off with the free tools like blogs,
0: videos, etc. is probably the way to start. Right. So what I took from that is, I mean, you want to call it, dip your toe into the water <laughs> before you get completely wet. So yeah. starting with some of the, 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 the free resources, the YouTube's, the bloggers and, and stuff of that, and basically seeing, okay, is this something right. of interest to you? And then if it is, then maybe uh, go and invest in uh, some of the certifications, some of these kind of like boot camp programs that are out there. And then obviously if you want to uh, go a little bit more into post-secondary, you, you can do that. And that's obviously if you've already graduated, if you're still in school and trying to figure things out. Right. it's, it's a slightly different path uh, in there, so yeah, seems like a good option. Exactly. Yeah. Great. So, so if you were to. Uh recommend someone to well let's say someone from high school uh, what would their best way to get into what would be the best way for them to get into digital marketing would you just recommend them to uh, like kind of jump on in and do kind of what we said or is there a different way and then maybe take it where like you're in in high school and then we'll might we'll ask in university versus like a career switcher because those three might be slightly different uh, recommendations so if we started high school yeah. what would you recommend to someone? grade 12 uh, like wide-eyed brush <laughs> and bushy tailed and wanting to, to make their uh, marketing mark uh, in the world what would they what would you recommend them to do?
1: you know I, I, I think the beauty of digital is that it's so accessible mm-hmm. right like you could start your own social media page and learn how social media works right. yourself. You could set up your own goals like increasing my followers increasing my video watch time increasing the number of likes that i get on my posts and you can actually learn all these things yourself the same thing with building a website it's not it's not as hard as it used to be you know a lot of these things are plug and play now you can just move modules around build your own website You can learn your own seo that way you can learn how analytics works that way so i think that's such an easy way for anyone whether you're in high school whether you whether you currently have a full-time job to start to expose yourself to some of these basic um you know principles of, of, of digital marketing by just you know exposing yourself to these tools that are now so accessible um you know it could even be creating like a Um, like a food Instagram profile page, and then seeing how far you can take that. And, you know, you might find yourself becoming an influencer within a few months time. So I I, I think it's so easy to kind of expose yourself digital these days that, um, you know, I would probably recommend one of the ways is just to do it. Um, And, and, you know, um, besides that, yeah, like I said, you know, there's tons of content out there that can definitely, definitely support
0: you as well. So And and would you say it matters whether or not you're you're younger or uh, more experienced in in your career? Or is it, uh, as you said, so accessible that really high school, university grad, or like five, 10 years into your career, it's kind of a relatively equal playing field?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I would say so. See, the the only thing I would say, you know, like the the, the fundamental need of being able to be uh, a good digital marketer is being okay with technology right? Because everything hinges on applications and software and, 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 you know, data, et cetera. So if you're uncomfortable learning new tools, if you're uncomfortable, you know, seeing new dashboards and wrapping yourself, wrapping your head around that, again, th- this this is, you know, technically you would assume that if you're younger, you'd be good at that. And, you know, if you're maybe finishing your career, it might be a little, a little bit more difficult if you're used to specific ways. But honestly, to me, I think as long as you're comfortable with, just
0: technology in general, like these things are fairly, fairly easy. Right. So it sounds like uh, you're at the camp where you want to just dive in there. So start your own blog, uh, whether it's or or YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that that's uh, kind of trending these days and see if you can grow it and then uh, kind of use The resources we mentioned, so so the YouTubes and and other blogs and uh, other folks that are saying, oh, you might want to do this, or post at this time, hashtag this and that, or uh, whatever the new things that are there. And if you uh, feel that you're not necessarily getting enough from from those resources, or you need more structure, maybe sign up for a course, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because uh, some people learn better uh, on their own, where they can just figure it out. Some people like the, the structure of, like, come in here on this time and whatever, and then we'll handhold you and then answer questions and things like that. Uh, So it's really up to uh, Mm -hmm. folks and their different situations in terms of which, which one is, is um, best for you. And then it sounded like that. uh, One of the best ways is to uh, really experiment and test. Right. So I think you mentioned a little bit on the analytics of like, um, like trying this and then trying that and seeing which ones works better. Uh, Are are there any kind of recommendations you have in terms of like that experimentation process? Are there like certain things that, that, uh, like work a little bit better or a little more challenging, uh, on on the marketing side?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, from, from an experimentation perspective, I I think the, the premise is that you're working off of the, the numbers that you're seeing, right? So, you know, one, one of my students, for example, in class, uh, was working on her TikTok channel wanted to understand you know what do these metrics mean is it good that i'm growing x percentage every month should i be aiming for something higher and i think once you start to work with these numbers um you yourself start to figure out what makes sense and doesn't right and then you start to you know connect the dots from there so i, I like i would say whatever area you're exposing yourself into whether it's maybe you're starting a blog, maybe you're starting a social media page, so on and so forth, Uh, try to keep the data side, you know, somewhere in the back of your head. So if you're starting a blog, uh, you know, look at at your monthly visitors, for example, look at how long they're spending on your blog, look whether they're interacting with other blogs, look at what's popular, use that as a way to build more content, Maybe you can start to promote that on social media now, see if that's driving more traffic, right? So there's the, the data is the key part of the story, right? It's just kind of using that as a way to guide your next steps. Um, and if you're running any true experiments, I think the one thing that I'll just say is uh, where, where people make the most mistakes is try to isolate the variable that you're trying to test, okay. right? So let's say a, 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 the very simplest form if you're running an experiment with copy, um, you know, you can have two different titles, but everything else in the ad stays the same. So that's, you know, running a true AB experiment um, where you only have one variable that's changed. Cause sometimes people will have two different uh, creatives that are fundamentally different. And then you don't really know, is it, you know, was it this extra person that I added here? Was it the color change that I did here? Was it the, you know, uh, title that I changed because you have five different things that are happening in, in, in these two uh, scenarios. So I guess to answer your experimentation question, it's more al- along the lines of keeping it very strict from a variable point of view.
0: Cool. Sounds good. So I think we uh, gave folks a, a bit of guidance on how to get into digital marketing. So a lot of it is it's just. Uh throwing yourself in there. And then there might be a particular area that, that you're uh, particularly interested in be it SEO or websites or design or copy or newsletters mm-hmm. or this and that. So there's so many different things to, to explore. Um, but as you kind of uh, mature in the marketing world, h- how would you say you, you progress into kind of the leader role, right? So, so the, yeah. the episode was, was talking about becoming a leader in digital marketing. So right. uh, what does that uh, mean to you? Yeah.
1: Um, maybe maybe I'd break it down uh, in terms of four pillars. Okay. So let's say, uh, you know, the, the number one thing for any leadership role is, is the strategy side of things. So really being able to understand, um, first of all, how does the business work? Mm-hmm. How does the business work within the industry? How does the industry work? You know, how does the industry work in comparison to other industries? So there's having a macro and micro view of marketing of digital etc and how it kind of relates to the overall big picture of of um, the way things are running Um, with that strategy comes the vision piece right so having some sort of vision of where you're trying to take um, the marketing function further Um, I think the second pillar would be of data and analytics uh, from a digital marketing point of view again that's that's what has fundamentally changed marketing as a discipline is the data is the analytics is the predictability, which has now matured into algorithms and artificial intelligence and and, and really, really rich, complicated ways where you can influence people and and change customers minds. Um, The third pillar, I would say is more around being comfortable with technology in general. So we talked about tools earlier. But it's also understanding what capabilities of certain technologies are, right? Well, one of the common things that people talk about is, you know, having Salesforce installed in their organizations. Mm-hmm. Salesforce is like a Ferrari, right? right? But like maybe you're not ready to drive the Ferrari yet, right? So it's kind of thinking about what are all the different technology um, tools that, that that your company might be using and how that interacts with each other, right? Because let's say what I'm doing currently at Unilever, which is uh, uh, people relationship management or, you know, really it's, it's CRM, but that interacts with so many different systems. And if those systems are not seamlessly talking to each other, it actually has a lot of different um, ripple effects in terms of being able to perform multiple functions seamlessly, right? So the, the technology space is super important. And then maybe the fourth pillar, I'd say, which is really important uh, from a from a leadership growth perspective is customer centricity Mm. so there's two ways to think about that the first one is obviously external so thinking about your customers first and making sure that they have the best experience possible and this is where as a digital marketer you're thinking about the entire customer journey and what that means you know from taking the consumer from point a to point b ultimately from awareness to sales right that's that's the funnel that you're focusing on but and then theoretically loyalty comes after that. But there's the second customer centricity, which is your internal customers. Hmm. So as marketing has has evolved over time, you've got multiple different stakeholders that you're working on, you know, from your sales team to your IT team to your legal team to your, you know, the the, the security. So so there's so many different spokes that that the marketing team is kind of involved with internally. And so having Uh, that mindset of also being able to sell the story that you need to in order to drive that, uh, you know, function forward. So maybe at a high level, you know, those four pillars would be very critical in terms of growing as a leader and and making yourself, um, you know, more resourceful within the
0: organization. Sounds good. So what I took from that is, uh, if if you want to advance to kind of a leadership role in the digital marketing space, then uh, you need to take a look at Strategy and vision, and hopefully at at the higher levels, you're the one setting that strategy. You're the one setting the vision, exactly. and, and and not just uh, taking someone's vision and making it a reality. You're able to kind of figure, okay, where do I want to go? Uh, as I think uh, Wayne Gretzky said, like skate to where the puck is going, not where it is. That sort of yeah. thing. uh And, and that would yeah. be some some important things to uh, cultivate in yourself. Uh, and there's probably a, a ton of exercise you can do. Maybe there's courses you can take. Maybe there's uh, YouTube <laughs> and videos you can watch as well. Uh, but but how to shore up that probably is the whole episode on its own uh and, and, and then sure. you mentioned uh, data analytics right so hopefully uh you would have worked with the data before so that you can be the one making insights to, uh, and, and providing recommendations on that exactly. and uh moving in the, in the appropriate direction and you have to be uh, aware of technology and and to your point uh you don't necessarily have to start with a ferrari <laughs> maybe you start with like a honda and and then work your way up yeah. and and then be able to evolve and learn it because uh, things are uh, so dynamic and, and changing that um, what's relevant today might not be relevant tomorrow and, and you always have to keep up from a tech perspective and um, I, I like what you said about the, the, the last one the customer centricity uh, where uh, again it's the whole journey not just like get into to buy because that's what people mm-hmm. often think marketing is it's, it's closely associated with sales but well it's it's that plus the the, the follow-on the loyalty afterwards and then exactly. it's holistic where it's not just your traditional customers it's it's the internal folks right so and and i assume when you speak about that it's it's also like your employees your vendors and everyone that 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 touches as well and 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 have them kind of be on board with it so yeah it sounds like a, a lot of great things to uh progress and, and to, to consider uh, as you get into digital marketing, as you evolve into a leader in digital marketing, and as you go into kind of your uh, digital marketing path. So uh, a lot of great insights and, and wisdom uh, from, from there. So thanks so much, uh, Narsing, for, for sharing. Are there any kind of last minute um, uh, words of wisdom that you'd want to share for folks that are looking to start their journey, or maybe they're midway in their journey, or a little later in their journey to, to uh, digital marketing leadership?
1: Yeah, maybe the last thing I'll I'll end off with is it's it's a really exciting era. When when we think of how technology has shaped the world, uh, you know, we're not stopping. There's still exponential growth happening. You know, Web3 is one of the things that's being heavily talked about right now. But again, that's going to impact the way we go to market, how we relate to consumers, how we communicate to consumers. So I think the, the, the exciting time uh, is is now. It's, it's a new era. You know, we're heading into a completely new place. You know, one concept that we talk a lot, a lot about at Unilever, for example, uh, is digital commerce, right? So we've actually restructured our digital hubs to now become digital commerce hubs because because we've realized that where you know you had Instagram that was like a brand building tool, but now you've got commerce built into it, and you've got Amazon that was a commerce tool, and now you've got brand building built into it. And so you're seeing this convergence of media, entertainment and commerce happen, um, you know, very quickly. And that's one of the reasons why we've kind of evolved our thinking that the consumer journey is going to continue changing at this very, very quick pace. So I think it's a very exciting time to be in marketing. I think it's a very exciting time to be in digital in particular, um, you know, within, within the marketing realm. And I think, I think it's going to be the key driving force of how we relate to consumers, but also most importantly, drive business
0: strategy moving forward. Sounds good. What I took from that is, uh, I mean, as mature as marketing might seem, where like, yeah, they have all these tools and processes and things like that, because it's evolving so fast that things are changing and that maturity kind of uh, dwindles <laughs> as, as new things, yeah, resets, as new platforms are there, new areas, and then uh, convergences, probably divergences at, at some point in the future or whatever, and uh, it makes it exciting. It's probably not uh, a good place for folks that would just want to sit and relax <laughs> and not learn oh, from, yeah. on a regular basis, but for those that want to challenge themselves and, and grow into uh, kind of new technology, new processes, and, and new areas in industry and stuff like that, it sounds like a, an exciting place to be. Absolutely. Sounds good. So so thanks so much, Anarsingh, for sharing your uh, insights in how to uh, become a, a leader in digital marketing. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back in a future episode.
1: Uh, absolutely. Thanks again for having me, Lucky.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.